You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. Today's message is an audio conversation entitled, Justified by Faith and the Fruit of the Spirit. This is part one of four. Father, thank you for these people wanting to share and learn and grow nearer to you. Help us to seek your word, grow nearer to you and learn and have what you have to say to us. That we'll learn more about the love of Jesus. And that we'll all become more like him and learn to abide in him, to walk in him. And that we can truly be your children, justified by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So last time we talked about justification by faith. That the Bible, in many places, says that we're sinners. And in order for God to see us clearly, to welcome us, to become his children, we have to be or justified or declared righteous. And we can't do that. The only way is by faith in Jesus. Does anybody have any thoughts about comments they wanted to add from last time about this? Questions or things they've been thinking about? Well, I was listening to a message by Ray Comfort, and he talks about the need to understand, first of all, how how much of a sinner we really are, to to know that there's no way that we could stand in front of God the way we are. You know, anything that we do is not good enough to offset the bad that we've done. So there's a need to be justified. And um, that's what I was thinking about since the last time. Yeah, the Bible says if God would judge our righteousness and our sin and on a scale, none of us would make it. We all need to be justified. Mm-hmm. But there's there's another thing we should probably talk about because, because we know that we're justified by faith. But the book of James talks about you're justified by works. And we know that there's not that's not a contradiction. So we should try to explain that and talk about it because there are some people out there who believe that you are justified by works. That they believe in Jesus, but they're also justified by works. And is that what the Bible says? So what do you think that means when I'll read the verse James James two twenty four says you see you see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. So are we justified by works or faith, or how does that work together? Right, anybody, are you justified by faith or by works, or both, according to the Bible? I think uh, oh. faith, uh, Tom, has works. Yeah, what was that about works? I didn't hear the end of it. I think uh, outcome of faith will produce works. Right, so... That correct? Yeah, faith should produce, work, produce works. Outcome of, yes. Yeah. So how is somebody, 
How is someone justified by works then, according to James? Why? <laughs> it's a proof of faith, I guess. <laughs> well, proves your faith, maybe. How would that work? Yeah, Paul talks about in Romans that it's either works or faith or grace. He says, and if by grace, then it is no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it is works, then it is no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. So if we're justified by works, then it's not grace. If you're justified by grace, then it's not by works. There has So it's it's not a combination. So what would we say about the one to believe from James and say, look at James. James says you're justified by works. And so if well, what works is... Oh, Go ahead. Oh, okay. What works is that it's talking about? James talking about what works is he talking about? What If a brother or sister is poor and clad lacks food for each day, I'm reading from the Amplified Version. And one of you says to him, Goodbye, keep yourself warm and well-fed without giving him necessities for the body. What good does that do? So also faith, if it does not have works, deeds and actions of obedience to back it up, by itself is destitute of power and operative instead. Real faith will have works. Uh, are we justified by works? <laughs> Is that your question? Yeah, some people use this passage to say we are justified by works. Because it says a man is justified by works. But, yeah, James okay. here is, is he's writing to Christians. People who have already been justified by faith and declared righteous before God. And so James says, if you, because it's more... We know that justification, it's more than, it's, some people call it easy believism, where you just know the facts and you're saved. It's more than that, because James here says Satan understands that. And we wouldn't uh, say Satan's a Christian, but he believes the facts. He knows that you're saved by faith. But God hasn't declared him justified. He hasn't put his faith in Jesus. Because once we do, we are justified. And we don't need works to keep that justification. But because we are justified, then Jesus becomes our friend and we want to do good works like this. We will naturally have the same thoughts and feelings and desires that Jesus had. And so, like you said, Jake, we're gonna, we want to serve other people. We want to help other people because we want to be like the Savior. But we're not, we don't get into heaven because of those works. Jesus also taught there were many you're going to do these good works and they're still going to go to hell because they haven't been justified by faith. Paul, are you able to hear me? Yes. Okay. No, you you say you are? Yes, I can. Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure if I was muted or not, but um, I just wanted to say that it's obvious that Scripture never contradicts. If it does, if it did, then it wouldn't be from God because God is perfect. And if it um, appears that Scripture contradicts, then then somehow we are misinterpreting some, a, a Scripture. And um, when uh, 
Paul wrote in Romans and again in Galatians clearly that man stands before God completely justified by faith alone. We cannot add anything. It is only by his grace and through our faith that we are justified, plus nothing, minus nothing. But when James comes along and says that we are justified by by our works and not by faith alone, it seemingly contradicts it, uh, Paul. But here's, here's the thing, and, and Martin Luther uh, believed that those verses contradicted each other. But here, here's, here's, here's the interpretation of those two scriptures. It's very clear that James was talking about justified before man, and, and Paul was talking about justified before God. Because if, if I look at Jeremiah, I am not able to see his face. It's invisible. I can't see it with my human eyes. But... The one thing I can see are the results uh, of his works. And, uh, and and so before man, I'm justified by not by faith alone, but also by works. So w- when you look at it that way, um, and, and it clearly is speaking um, as such because it goes on to say, I think Jake, or whoever it was that mentioned that, you know, if you see somebody that needs clothing and you say you have faith but you don't clothe him to human beings, that doesn't look like a, a saved man at all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. And if we needed, if we were justified by faith, if God declares us just, and then we have to work in order to keep that justification, then it's still, salvation is still by works. And Jesus still wouldn't have had to die. Yeah. I, I, you know, we were talking today that even faith is not something that we can generate on our own. We cannot manufacture it. We might, we, we might imitate it, but we cannot make faith happen. It is a gift from God, just like salvation yeah. is a gift so is faith to believe it. And I think we talked about this the last time. The disciples understood that when they said, Lord, increase of our faith. Yeah, and imagine how sad it will be for all these people that believe you're part of justification is by works and they try hard their whole lives to thinking they're going to get to heaven and when, they're, when they die, they realize that they were trying to add to what Jesus already did. So, could somebody explain why that's the case? Why doesn't God accept our own good works? You know, we try hard, we do our best, you know, we try to live like we should. Why isn't that good enough? Anybody want to answer that? How good is good enough? What standard does God use? Right. And it doesn't matter. You look at Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Oh, what was that? They did. They committed one sin, and it wasn't good enough. They helped take care of the garden. They loved each other. They had a lot of good things, 
they committed one sin, and that was enough to kick them out. And it's the same with us. We're sinners. That's all it takes. God's standard is perfection. And none of us make that. None of us are sinless. It's true. It's hard to grasp. Hard to really understand how how much of a sinner I am. I um I don't know if I really grasp that. Probably don't. Yeah, none of us, I don't think, do. The more we grow closer to God, the more we see God's holiness and the more we see our sinfulness. And so the, the closer we grow to God. One of the Puritans, Jeremiah Burroughs, I think, he wrote a book called The Exceeding Sinfulness of Sin. And if we saw our sin like God sees it, we would all have to cry out like David, beg for his mercy. But it's part of the pride thing where we think we're not as bad as other people. And so we try to justify ourselves. It's like Jesus said, you are those who justify yourselves before men. But we need to make sure we're justified before God. So those outward works that James talks about aren't enough to justify ourselves before God. It's like Joe was saying, we need the inward heart changed. And we can't do that. Yeah, and I think that's uh, that was the problem with the Pharisees is that they they did a really good job at cleaning the outside. Uh, from from human perspective, uh, if anybody had it right, it was the Pharisees. Paul even said that, you know, I was a Pharisees of Pharisees, and um, but uh, clearly God was not. Um, was not concerned about the outside. I mean, I shouldn't say he wasn't concerned about the outside, but I I believe clearly God looks at the heart, and that's the part all of us can hide little sins here and there, and God demands complete perfection. Uh, He will not allow sin into heaven. And if if I, I save and said his good works were as filthy rags. And uh, filthy rags, uh, I don't know if, you, if, if people understand what he meant by filthy rags, but it was speaking about the woman that was having her uh, monthly period, and that is what Isaiah compared our good works to. That's how we stand in front of God. We have absolutely nothing to offer to him. We are completely dependent upon him to save us and put on his righteousness because his righteousness is the only thing that is perfection. And those who put his righteousness on stand before God justified. Have we seen it and experienced it? Not with our eyes, but one day we are promised that we will see it with our eyes. Amen. All right. So those people who say, well, what about James? We're justified by, by work. They are right, like Joe is saying. We're justified by other people because we prove our faith. If we say we're Christians and don't live like God, we're hypocrites. If we say we're Christians and live like Jesus, then we prove that our heart has been changed because of the outward works. But the outward All right. works to do with the heart. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.